0: Warning. 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 The Freestyle Club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This <laughs> is Freestyle Club. With your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz.
1: Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Freestyle Club. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz and I'm being joined by the unknown Advent Rafael Reyes.
2: What's good, you bastards?
1: And joining us on the third chair, the one and only Sammy Zone, the new and improved model citizen, Sammy <laughs> Zone. <laughs> Yo, yes, what's up? The calmer, (laughs) full
3: demeanor, gentle, (laughs) kinder, gentler, Sammy's home. He must must be looking through the pictures I've been posting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I see your Facebook page has cleared up a little bit, but, you know, you attacking the president on Twitter, that's hilarious. Oh, Oh, my
3: God. Dude, I I got an 11-hour ban for that.
1: (laughs) You know... That wasn't the reason you got the ban. It was a like, fake freestyle news. Fake fake oh. freestyle news <laughs> Yeah. For real. Savvy Zone is near and dear to the unknown admin and I because uh when we were together at whatchamissing.com, Sammy Zone, out of nowhere, came back. I remember that I was doing a poll on the worst freestyle names of all time. I posted Sammy Zone, and that's where Sammy and I uh, got to know each other. <laughs> we solidified the relationship. Absolutely. We <laughs> consummated the relationship
2: in that post at whatchamissing.com. It's the toe. It Set the tone for what was coming right
1: a little bit after that. After Sammy and I got to know each other, he teamed up with Cardinals after Dark Burials for one of the greatest new school freestyle songs of all time. As a matter of fact, when that song was released, it was the only song you would hear for six months.
0: Time goes by, and I cannot live without you. Who without you? Days go by, and I cannot live without you. Who without you? It
2: it became the anthem, right? It was like the the last freestyle anthem.
3: What a buzz. For real. We we never even thought that would happen. It was all an accident. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and you didn't need the Planet Rock beat to get over on everybody, oh. right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, for real, right? Oh, man. Ooh. Oh, please. Enough of the Planet Rock. Guys, please, let's let it go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're going to get a
1: compilation now with 14 different variations of the Planet Rock beat. It's coming. Oh, my God.
3: All they got to do is play it backwards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, just,
1: uh, I just put a meme on Facebook that stated the face that African Bambada Makes when they make another freestyle song with the Planet Rock beat.
3: The money that man has
1: lost. No, like, I Can only imagine, dude. People are using the Planet Rock beat like it's brand new, like it just came out, like it's the oh, yeah. the, the the freshest beat in town. I just don't get it. Holy smokes!
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no bueno. This is the Freestyle Club.
1: You um, have been pretty busy, and as we celebrate Carlos Berrios and Sammy Zones without you, we talk about your new version of Running. Now, you had released this song previously, and now you're re-releasing it again. Why the re-release on Running? And is this the remake version, or is this the song that you titled Running? Because you're one of those people that have two songs that you recorded with the name Running. When
3: we did Running, my original version of Running, Carlos and I were in the studio and after I cut the vocals, you know, he was doing a breakdown of uh, of the tracks and the drums came on. I was just goofing around and I started singing Hot Steamy Night and he was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so he goes back, he sets the mic up and he's like, yo, let's do it. This is literally 10 years ago. We dabbled and played with the idea just to see how, you know, how far it would go. And we leaked a version. And that's basically what everybody has been hearing, was a leaked version of of the idea. Now, the release is actually titled Berrios versus Zone Running Redux. And as you can see, we changed the name even. We call it The Running Redux. The Redo. The Remake. It sounds completely different. I've been uh, fortunate to have a couple of uh, friends join in on the record and, you know, to make it different because now it's it's hard. See, doing a record like that, this is an iconic record. And the reason why uh, it took so long to release it officially was because of getting permission and, and getting licensing. It had nothing to do with that. Trying to see if the crowd would take to it. And just like Information Society's running, it was one of those records in my you know, my opinion that should have never been touched.
0: So I had
3: to think out the box and make this song. If I was going to do it, I I couldn't steer too far away from the original. But I had to find a way to make it mine, to own it. Like you know what George Lamont did with with the Journey remake, and what Judy Torres did with a couple of the re- you know couple of the remakes she did. So I called in a couple of favors. I asked a couple of friends to jump in, and uh, we have uh, George Lamont we have k7tka and we have cbank uh all all featured on the uh on the
2: single well what was the fans reaction to the to the first time you released it because i remember it kind of being mixed
3: you're right i got a very big mixed reaction i i did get a lot of support and then i got a lot of people like no don't like you know and 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 these are some you know people in in the industry that hold a valid opinion so it was kind of difficult with that. I had to really think, how am I going to, you know, change these people's minds? And um, I called a friend and I said, listen, I need a little help. I have a friend uh, by the name of Angel Ramirez, who's uh, part of a very iconic group. And he wrote multi-platinum hits. He was uh, part of the Barrio Boys. And he wrote Amare. Uh, and Mark Anthony, of course, sang that. And, you know, So, I mean, this guy, he knows his stuff so i asked him yo you think you could help me out and he's like yeah no problem so he translated running in spanish and what i would do is i'd sing the verse you know i do i do it live i sing first verse bridge chorus and then i jump and i'd sing it in spanish and when i was singing it in spanish i mean the crowd was just taken back they were like wow That's what really made it official. That's really what put it over the top and and, and releasing the song. Because if it wasn't because of that, I, I don't think we could have just released the song based on, on what I had.
2: But yeah, I, it worked out. I remember you uh, performing the song in Brooklyn. It was a night we had a couple of producers DJing that night. So it was a rare night. Oh, and yeah, so that's it, right. Yeah, that I, I remember you singing it. And I saw that the crowd's reaction was kind of mixed. But in all fairness, there was an issue that happened before you went on stage. One of the producers grabbed the mic and just was talking for what seemed like an eternity, but he wasn't (laughs) saying anything. You know, he was talking about everybody. You know, you could see people turning off their their cameras, their phones, like, what's going on? And they stopped, everybody stopped recording because he just went on and on. And then (laughs) the dude was about to do a header off stage when you caught him in in midair. Oh, my God. I remember that and that's all that people were talking about you was performing running but everybody yeah. was still talking about what had just happened so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't that not a so fair funny. assessment but it wasn't a fair assessment oh my god <laughs> yeah dude
3: that was that was a very interesting night damn I can't believe you remember that yeah, I oh remember <laughs> you you saved his life man <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> over oh man that was just yeah that was one of the uh, like like I said before, that was one of the many nights <laughs> that I had to go into uh, uh, Super Sam mode. You know, and you're right, I did. I got a very mixed uh, reaction. Some people, you know, came up to me like, "Oh my God, I love the song," but then a lot of people were getting confused. They were like, "You know, is he the original guy?" And you know, I'm not. Of course not. I'm not the original guy. The original guy lives in what? Cincinnati somewhere or Cleveland, Ohio. And I'm like, yo, no, 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 no. Yeah, we're two completely different guys. Yeah. So, you know, but, but you know, we worked out the kinks and we finally feel very comfortable with what we have. And, um, you know, I know yourself, I know CPR are really, really big fans of edits and dubs. And we really have an official edit and dub. I mean, trust me. Real down to earth, no playing. You know, just like it was old school analog. We we went back back in the day. You know, and 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 went. We did tape edits, and Carlos he rocked it out, man. He did his thing, man. I saw all the old equipment that he was using throughout
1: the entire process, and it brought me back to you know when I first uh, entered the radio station with the reel to reels. And how he was editing with real to reels And he was showing everyone how he edits with real to reels It was amazing. And so to see him going back and having a living space, a studio full of old technology, for me, it was pretty amazing.
3: You got to see, this man, he doesn't play. If anyone knows Barrios, he, he does not cut corners. He doesn't play. He he goes all in real hard. So, you know, when we're going to do something, we're going to do it really right and. That's the guy, man. He's... Forget it. I mean, yo, trust me. We got a lot of surprises. That's just... That's just like uh, uh, the appetizer. That's just (laughs) the appetizer of what we have going on. Uh, Speaking
2: of of, uh, edits and uh, dubs, how many versions are on the vinyl?
3: I believe... It's two on each side. And these versions are the dub edit... uh, that's what that's what we're really putting on it. Putting on the extended version, the dub edit, uh the Berrios beats and I believe an acapella. Now the... I want
2: four copies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Can so you this guys is can you a... guys
3: add stickers on, on
1: the twelve inch record where in the a cappella you say please if you're going to <laughs> remix the song, do not remix with a planet rock beat. Oh, my God. It'll be, it'll, be a nice little, <laughs> it'll be a nice little tag. Because, I mean, that's the way that I feel when it comes to remixes. You say, you want to remix this? And everyone with an unimaginative mind will go and just put a plat rock beat over it.
3: Anybody with GarageBand or Fru- L- Fruity Loops.
1: <laughs> anyone and, and... <laughs> anyone with a Tony Dr. Edna Garcia kit is going to put a rock beat over it. <laughs> oh my
0: God. Oh, my God.
3: His computer was manufactured with that damn thing programmed in it, bro, because that's, like, everything
0: added. Everything. This is Freestyle Club with your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz. Speaking of of Tony Garcia,
2: two episodes ago, we had Edie. Just, you know, count your lucky stars. There's not 20 little Edies running around because of all the Ronaldos there are. And now we have Ronaldo number what? Number thirty-two? Oh my <laughs> god. First yeah. Ronaldo were you?
3: The history of the Ronaldos. This is the most ridiculous thing in music history. And I think it fractured a lot of what we uh well, you know a, a lot of a lot of the music that we, you know, we ended up loving, we ended up hating it because of that. Uh You had Ronaldo Gonzalez, who is the first and one and only original Ronaldo. That's Ronaldo. There's no other Ronaldo. That's the only one. In my book, he's the guy. He sang Another Night. He sang My Sweet Love. Then he had Carlos Jacino come in, and Carlos was singing Sir Ronaldo Gonzalez's you know tracks. Uh, I guess that didn't work for him too long, so he recorded forever. <laughs> after he recorded forever and released it he did i think one or two shows and bounced out then he had uh uh, walter camacho come in and walter lip sang all the songs another night my sweet love and forever before you continue i just want
1: to say you're welcome he's from new england (laughs) (laughs) we live sick everything
3: He's in the midst, he had Walter performing, and Tony reached out to me and he said, Listen, I need a favor. You're the you know, you have a very uh, uh, European style voice. He says, Would you be interested in singing the Ronaldo album? I says, Not being Ronaldo, right? He says, No, 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 no. We, you know, we got Walter, and Walter's my cousin, and he's gonna be doing it. And I said, I right, so what's in it for me? He goes, oh, no, we're going to give you points. Here's the contract. We'll give you an advance. For well, old yada. school
1: people that are listening right now, what the hell is a point?
3: Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Those are invisible th- Those are invisible pennies, for those of you <laughs> who don't know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, basically, that's what it is. That's money you're never going to see. So, uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have my contracts right next to me. Ugh. What a big mistake I made. But anyway, so I end up signing off to do this album. And I re-record uh, Another Night, My Sweet Love Forever. And I did all the other ones, which was, what is it? Come on, people. Oh, my God. Yeah, the corny rap. That's me. This beat is made to move ya. Just the drums alone will soothe ya. Here's a dance to make you sweat. Do it and there's no regrets. You'll like it. Just try it. Don't give up until you got it. Keep trying to shake your body Have fun and enjoy the party This song is coming to an end But when you hear it, do it again Don't forget that you love this tempo and when you- Lover and friend, in my dreams, I've been loving you And uh what's the other one? You, you got to understand, this is, a, this is like a big nightmare Even talking about it yeah, Which is so kind of
1: ironic happened- because Nightmare Records was the record label for Walter Camacho. <laughs> oh, no! Are you serious? I shit you not. When Walter Camacho was Reynaldo, he used that to spin his own record label, Nightmare Records. He came out with uh, vinyl for Ashley, uh, Don't Let Me Go. He also came out with vinyl for a, a group called Excel. And he also came out with a cassette-only release for a guy named Matthew, uh, give oh, me wow. all your love.
0: you
3: You know, I, I end up recording the album. Uh I got a little money for it. Um, Walter Camacho lip synced to all the songs and I think that was a short lived deal he tried getting me back to sing and I was like no 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 I'm not going to be Ronaldo absolutely not then he talked to me and Ray and he says okay what if both of you go out there and sing together so me and Ronaldo agreed because what we did was uh, he allowed Ray to sing his songs and me to sing my songs, but they were always on the same concert. So we did a couple of shows in Chicago, I think, uh, uh, Detroit, and California, as the original Rinaldos. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. a magic act. Yeah, it was just it was it was kind of like everybody was freaking the hell out because people just thought it was just one person, but then when they heard us sing, they were like, "Oh my God, wait a minute!" So there's two of you, and then of course you know Tony with his art of confusion, added in a whole bunch of other Ronaldos and yeah, like like Raph said, we're probably up to like eight or nine right now. You know, Benny Velez was one. Oh god, and and did and, and, <laughs> and there's just been so many more after it's just, I believe it's I hard. believe
1: he, they they booked him for a show in Brazil and as soon as he got off the plane some guy that was selling candy at a, at a at a candy stand. He took him and he made him Ronaldo.
3: You're right. There was that blonde head Ronaldo guy. <laughs> there okay, was yeah. a so, a guy with like a real heavy heavy like a, a Brooklyn accent, <laughs> like an hey, Italian yeah. Bay Ridge Brooklyn. Hey, hey, hey yo. It's
0: me, yeah, Ronaldo. Wow. Hey, yo, another yeah. night. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, how many of you guys like uh, another night? All right. Hey, all right. We're gonna do this. I'm like, I can't imagine that. Hey, yo, Adrian, <laughs> another night, another night alone, <laughs>
1: another night.
3: He did that to so many of us. He did it to Peter Fontaine. He did it to uh, Wicked. I mean, the list went on and on. So now, could you could back, you
1: elaborate on the Wicked one? Were there more Reynaldos or were there more wickets?
3: That's a tough one. <laughs> I yeah. think. I can't <laughs> this yeah, is honestly, a tough one. That's a real tough one. Julian Hernandez was the first wicket. The second wicket was wicket Johnny D. I know that sounds crazy. The third wicket was uh, Richie Miranda. Uh, The fourth wicket was Nelson. Who else was wicket? Then he had Justin. Yo, it's it's just been crazy. I think, yeah, and I think when Justin passed away, he kind of laid off of the wickets for a minute. So I think there were five wickets. Then he had, actually, he had N.V. do a wicket song. I want you for me, if I'm not mistaken. And that was like a wicked song. So I, I don't even know if it was a wicked song or an N.V. song. That's the thing, man. That's the shit. This dude would switch it up so much. I can't tell whose is whose. There hasn't been
1: a <laughs> producer that has jumped the shark more than Tony Dr. Edda Garcia. For those of you who have heard uh, the show previously or have heard me before, you guys know that High Power Records was my record label when I first got into freestyle. I was in high school. My first high school uh, paper uh, column was based on High Power Records. It's hanging on my refrigerator as we speak. And so I was a big High Power Records mark. But uh, after all these years and learning everything, I'm like, wow, you know, it. it's like when you meet your, your heroes, you know, and, and when you wow. meet them and you're disappointed
3: it's a sad story isn't it you know it's like the the, you know the more you become informed with the what's what's and the who's who's in this music business it almost turns you off you're like oh man are you kidding me i'm like wow i I remember
1: getting compilations from tony eddie garcia after you know he he was off of warlock when he was doing them independently and man the quality
3: was worse the worst oh my god that means you got the Millennium album. That means you got the the Freestyle uh, Tour 2006 one. <laughs> I got the iTunes
1: uh, files where you purchased them and you could hear the record spinning in the background. What was your biggest lesson going through this whole entire High Powers debacle? Wow.
3: My biggest lesson? My biggest lesson is when you see the devil, you turn the other way, bro. You run. Yeah. You run. You keep going. Don't look. Don't. There's no such deal as is that sweet deal, man. There's nothing promised, man. I wish that's the one thing I've become so much smarter. You know, I know throughout the years it was very difficult for me because I held a lot of resentment. Um, Being validated was so important to me. And 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 I never I never received the validation that I, I thought. I I was entitled to throughout all the years of my career. And, you know, dealing with the, you know, with the past was very difficult. Trying to break away from the past was so hard to this day. You know, I mean, now I feel like I'm in a good place. But look, Jesus, I'm I'm kicking 50. So, you know, it's it's tough because I'm 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 where I wanted to be, you know, 30 years ago (laughs) and it's too late. It's too late, you know, it's 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 really tough, you know, but thank God, you know, I, I, at least I caught some part of the freestyle, you know, surge where, you know, Carlos helped me out. He he helped validate me. And I really try to make it a thing where I, I don't want to sing anything other than, you know, the Carlos Berrios songs that I have. And it's really tough. Believe me, bro this you could make so much money and, and and singing all the old hits but you know to try and break new freestyle and try and make money singing new freestyle it's really hard and you know i've been doing it but it's 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 it has not been easy it has not been easy bro believe me i remember the days when
1: When you released uh, "Without You" with Carlos Berrios and it became the phenomenon that it was, how did you feel
3: after that? It was a little surreal. I didn't expect it. I, I I didn't I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I I really didn't. And and I stood one day, and I sat in my living room, and I ran through all you know all the um the streaming sites, and I was looking at the boards and. You know, it was like, wow, look, Sammy's on, Sammy's home, Sammy's home. without you, without you, without you. I was getting a lot of love. I was getting a lot of hate. You know, it was just, wow. I, I, I was just, you know, I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. All I did was kept thanking Carlos, you know, like, you know, I, that's all I could remember is me being thankful to him. And that's the part of why I've been so loyal to Carlos. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had several opportunities to work with many other producers, but... I've always tried to make Carlos, you know, the main part of what I'm doing. If Carlos says no, it's no, you know, but bottom line. Carlos, I remember I, he, he told me, look, I'm, you know, I'm going to retire. You know, I want you to go out there and I want you to do music with other people. You know, um, I did a track with Willie Valentine and um, it was it was a little different from the vibe that I, you know, that that I had working with Carlos um, and I'm not saying that that was bad. It was. It just, you know, the chemistry that I have with Carlos Barrios is like second to none. Now, me and Willie, we work and we work great together. But we're talking about it. it, it was just. It was a really. It was a. It, it was a different feeling, you know. And and it's like you know, it's it's like a Mercedes and a BMW. It's hard to choose which one you want, you know, but you're so used to driving the freaking Mercedes. So, you know, you like the Mercedes and that's kind of like where I was at, because Willie's a super talented dude, you know, and and he's self-made, very independent. He does his own thing. And, you know, but it was really hard, you know, not going back to Carlos. And I would pester him. I would trust me. I would call him on a regular. Yo, what's up? What you doing? Yo, you know, I'm waiting for you, Carlos. You know, whenever you're ready, you know, let me know.
1: Carlos made a a great impact in our music when it came to putting out quality stuff. Because not only did he put out Without You, but he put out two compilations, the Don't Look Back series. But let me ask you, was Carlos
3: scared away after this whole entire process. It wasn't easy. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think it was really easy for him. You know, I don't want to speak completely for him. But I know that and those choices and, and what happened at that time, he pursued more of the, the film aspect than the musical aspect. So he started getting more behind the camera shooting film. And that took more of his time. You know, it was almost like, you know, like I said, I don't want to talk for him, but it was almost like if he was losing faith in the music, and he was just getting tired. And he found some a newfound passion when he started shooting film, and you know, it was it it, it was beyond difficult. You know, it wasn't it wasn't easy for him? You know, letting go the one thing that he loved so much, but you know that really kind of helped bridge that from him, you know, doing music to movies. Um, you know, and look, he, he went off and he did a couple of big things. And you know, with Frank Reyes, as you know, the illegal tender and shot his own short, and, you know, he worked on a whole bunch of other films as well. Um, did sound engineering on movies. And I was fortunate enough at that time to have uh, three songs that I wrote, uh, one that I no, two that I sang and the soundtrack of 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 a movie that he was working on which was um sleeping with the fishes with uh, Gina Rodriguez so you know it kind of worked out for me and and that helped kind of pull him back and of course my persistence me pushing <laughs> pushing constantly <laughs> you know I'm like yo it's like come on dude let's do this and, you know remember we did running 10 years ago and I would throw that at him yo yo carlos look 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 and he'd see I would do them at the shows, and you know, he was like, "Oh yeah, that's cool, that's cool." Until I started doing the Spanish version, that really caught his attention.
2: It yeah. seemed like it seemed like this track, the running track, has taken ten years in the making. I mean,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it did. It's a, it's yeah. pretty much ten years in the making. The the vocals are ten years old, basically. the The original stems are ten years old, and it was just there. It, we left it there. We left it there for for all them years. And then when we started deciding to take it seriously, you know, we ran into a couple of obstacles, he wanted to make sure it was done. Carlos doesn't like cutting corners. So he wanted to make sure Look, when I do this, if I'm coming back, I'm coming back big tape edits. Boom. Let's do this. Let's shoot this. Let's shoot that. We incorporated the film with um with the with with the actual track in itself. And not too many people know what's going on. And I don't want to say too much, but yeah, you know, we're also incorporating, you know, film with this song, believe it or not. And that also took a little while, you know? So, yeah, look, I'm just happy that I got him back. See, the whole thing is, I used to tell him, dude, if it takes 10 years, I'm going to still wait. And it took 10 years. <laughs> it so took 10 years. It was worth the wait. Yeah, Carlos oh, yeah.
1: Carlos is great. You know, he is top three greatest of all time. I mean, who can you
3: put on that list? Carlos Berrios, Chris Barbosa. Mark Leggett and Joey Gardner. But remember, he's the only guy still doing it. There's so many of them. The Latin Rascals, Tony Moran, Alba Cabrera. All these guys were phenomenal. Phenomenal producers. Kept kept music Going higher and higher, little Louis Vega. But right. today, to this very, yeah, Andy Panda. But to this very day, none of them are doing what what Carlos is doing. They all kind of abandoned freestyle music and then went a different direction. You know, Todd so tried to do a little comeback with with the uh, you know with a couple of songs that he had and a compilation, which was great. Um, but but he stopped. He stopped. I mean, I you know, gave everybody the teaser and he walked away. You know, and, and in comparison to a lot of the stuff that's out right now, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say that they lack the skills, but I think that they lack the experience. And that's where Carlos stands above the rest with his experience and what he knows, his ear, you know, it's, we're talking about night and day, you know, because there's a lot of really talented guys throwing music out right now. But technically, Carlos is the man he he could listen to a record he could mix it down he could master it this is he he's a one-stop shop you know he's the freestyle one-stop shop man he to make you sound like a million dollars and you know and he, he does it all he's my he's favorite a man he, my favorite part is, is like you know what this digital thing
1: is not working let me go get this analog thing that i got here from 25 years ago that's gonna <laughs> sound way better you know and he'll Yo. he'll bring out this thing that you know, you know, things now have gigs and stuff. Before it was like megabyte. Ralph, give me old technology. What was a floppy
2: disk? Shit, it was <laughs> uh, one point four megabytes. That's it. Yeah, so he'll
1: pull something out like that and and make you sound like a boss, like one of the greatest artists of all time by pulling out technology from the 80s, that whole one megabyte. I welcome Carlos Barrios back with open arms and I was so happy when I saw that vinyl, the sleeve that says Barrios versus Zone. For me, I was like, man, I can't wait to buy that. There's a vinyl craze right now. You could call it the freestyle vinyl boom because we've had a lot of folks releasing vinyl. Uh, Vicky Victoria released a the vinyl. There's a compilation coming out. I'm sure it's gonna have all planet rock beats. I hope not. Uh, Tony Marino has vinyl out. Uh, there's another couple of projects that are currently working on releasing vinyl, but the one that I'm most excited about because it's going to be music to my turntable is going to be uh, Burials versus Zone. That's going to sound marvelous.
3: Drop the beat. <laughs> We're looking to become your new ringtone. You know, that's basically it. And <laughs> and to and to, ex- <laughs> and and to explain that.
1: Sammy Zone's Without You has been my ringtone since the song has been released and the funny part about <laughs> it is he was here at one of our events and he heard my he heard my ringtone and I was kind of embarrassed cuz I forgot that all this time that has been my ringtone uh, cuz it's dope as a ringtone I'm not sure if anybody is using Carlos Berrios versus Sammy Zone without you as their ringtone, but if you do, you have great taste. Uh.
3: (laughs) Yes, I agree, I concur.
1: Because it's dope, man, just the beginning part, you wanna wake up and start dancing. I'm hoping for that new ringtone vibe when it comes to uh, the the redux
3: of running. If it isn't that one, trust me, the next single. Oof. We're trying to pick up the bar, bro. So believe me. I like when you see? say. I
1: like when you say the next single, which means there's going to be more burials out there, and oh, uh, okay, yeah. more more I can't burials look. and less burial of our freestyle <laughs> genre, please. Oh.
0: Yeah, everybody but, has
3: to pick up their game, though, man.
2: So, Sam, you said there's a the next single. Are we talking about singles or just a single for now?
3: All well, depending on how this one goes, there could be an EP, they could be singles. You know, it all depends. We're, don't forget, we're stepping into something new uh, with the vinyl. Um, you know, we, we have a lot invested in the vinyl, believe me. So, you know, we're really hoping that, you know, it pays off. This isn't, well, you know, this isn't like putting out, you know, $20 CDs. <laughs> this right, is completely different. So, like, uh, yeah.
2: oh. I'm loving the design on the sleeve. And again, to Carlos' credit, is Berrios and-, and semizone, equal billing. None of this big name, little name nonsense that you see a lot of. Yep, that's yeah, that's right. I-, I can't have it any other way. That's my bro. Is the vinyl going to be straight black vinyl? Is it going to be black and red? Is it going to have Stardust on it? I mean, because it seems like nowadays they people are paying more attention to the design of the vinyl than what actually is going on the vinyl. We
3: initially uh, tried to get uh, red vinyl pressed out. But we, uh, we compared and contrast after we did a couple of test presses. We found out that the red looks almost pink. So we went with the old school black for now. But hidden back in the vault, I think Carlos has about uh, three or four <laughs> color dibs.
2: vinyls. I'm calling dibs right now, dude. <laughs> if if, 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 if I'll, take, I'll take one, I'll CPR will take one, right? We call dibs, yeah, that's absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. the test
1: presses, yes, the test presses and dibs. the acetate.
3: Yeah, right. hey, yeah, that's true. We do, we, no, wait,
2: <laughs> those cups are already clean. Sorry, guys,
3: <laughs> yo, and they're hot. I. They are so hot. Dude. Everybody, like, oh everybody, my just God. for
1: one second, be quiet. You can hear DJ Brisky slamming his turntables right now.
2: Sorry, Brisky, I beat you to it, man. Finally.
0: Subscribe to the Freestyle Club podcast, theunknownadmin.com, and cprsmusic.com. Come, come, come.
1: Recently we had uh, Andre Faria on the show And he talked about what it took to get on Fever Records You are another person that broke through And have built a relationship with uh, Sa Abatello, And you've been getting on shows Now, oh, yeah. a lot of people make assumptions They make accusations And they say a lot of negative things Because you're on those shows And of course they
3: want your spot but how did you, <laughs> how did you earn your spot? We released, we knew we were releasing without you in 07, at the end of 07. I basically hounded Sal Abatello. Please, Sal, get me on Madison Square Garden. Please, Sal. But he was, he dead up told me, Are, he goes, in your dreams, kid. And I'm like, come on, what do I have to do? So he literally told me, listen, if you sell tickets, maybe I'll think. I'll think about putting you on one of my shows. So the opportunity arose and here's webster hall so he's like okay kid here's your shot how many tickets do you think you could sell and I said, "Sell? I, I have no idea i can't i can't lie he goes you think you could sell 100 i says well why don't we do this sal give me 50 tickets if i sell the 50 tickets i'll ask you for another 50. And he says, you know what? That's the best fucking answer I've ever heard anybody say. Because I get guys that come and knock on my door and say, man, I'll sell 200 tickets, man. In and they end up selling two tickets. He goes, you gave me the most honest answer. Sam, here's 50 tickets. See what you could do. I sold those tickets. I went and I picked up another 50. I sold those tickets. I brought them to it that night at Web Store. Oh, he looked at me. He goes, get your ass on stage. Boom. I did it the following year. Following Yeah, I did the same thing. One question, now, one question yes. before
1: you continue on. Okay, mm-hmm. so you earned your spot by selling tickets. Did you feel that that was a demeaning thing to do?
3: Listen, man. In my case, in my situation, trying to break away from my past and build on this new future, those were things that I w- I had to do. I knew I had to do it. There's there's no way nobody was going to hand it to me because, bro. I didn't have a mega hit. I I wasn't singing a mega hit. I was singing a brand new freestyle song that no one ever heard. So I had to break my back. I had to put in the work and the hustle. And I had no problem with doing it. People looked at me like, yo, you a sucker. I would never do that. And I'd be like, yo, that's you. But you're not on the show and I am. It's as simple as that. The following year I did it. Sal cut, he cut me a percentage on this on the ticket sales. In fact, he was like, Listen, I'll give you eight dollars off of each ticket sale. Now, you do the math. I walked away with good money, and then after that, it was just getting better and better. Before so, the point you continue was... on,
1: sir, I'm gonna interrupt you one more time. So, 100 yes. tickets times how much? Eight dollars. That's eight hundred dollars that you that you received for not only selling tickets, but you also got to perform. So basically you paid yourself to
2: go up on stage. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, pretty you much. You know what's gonna happen now, Sammy, right? Every time you uh, go buy tickets, sell tickets, people be like, yo, give me an eight dollar discount, man. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I had a couple of those. Yeah I
0: just, true.
1: <laughs> I just want this I just want this to be a lesson to the freestyle artist that's listening to this. For many years, people have made snarky remarks in regards to Andre Faria recently, but you as well when it comes to you getting on Fever Records. You are not ashamed to sell tickets to get on stage, but also now you've, you've let this information out that you made money out of every ticket that you sold. So basically, you were working for yourself to get on that stage. There are people right now that are selling tickets for other types of shows that are getting nothing. They're getting two minutes. Ask a comedian right now who wants to perform at the Funny Bone who now have to pay $5 to get up on stage and have five minutes. And you, on the other hand, got $8 times 100 tickets and you made 800 and you still got on for seven minutes to a brand new audience with your new music. So it's, it's something that people need to think about when they try to shit on you or say things through the side of their mouth. Yeah, Sammy Zone is is, is a hustler and he's not afraid to, to, to grind, but he's actually getting paid to get up on stage because he's hustling to
3: get up on stage. Yeah, dude, trust me. I got a lot of that in the beginning. I got a lot of, oh, you know, you got to sell tickets to perform. You ain't nobody. Yo, this and that. Let me explain something. See, it was it didn't just stop there. It, it 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 escalated. It got better. My my situation with Sal Abatello only grew better and better. From from the eight hundred dollars that I made in the second show that I promoted to three hundred and seventy-five tickets that I sold for the Copacabana for the first show I did with him there. There he was like, wait a minute, Sam. I can't give you eight. That's a lot. I'll give you five. <laughs> you do the math on 375 and $5. I was still happy. And I walked away with more money than most of the biggest artists that were performing that night. After that. Sal was like, Listen, I'll tell you what, I'll let you sell tickets. I'll give you five bucks a ticket. Uh, I'll give you 500 to do the show. Boom. Sure. I started getting 500 plus ticket sales. Could, you, could I started... you please
1: could you please give me an opportunity to do the math? Get your calculators out. Go ahead, guys. I understand. <laughs> I understand that you you have you have to boot it up from your phone, but see, mm. this is the whole point about our music. There are people right now sitting at home that have had great songs and that have been number one on my top ten countdown, and have never gotten off
3: their ass to do what you do. Man, I believe in myself. I'm sorry, I believe in my craft, and I want to make it. I want. I want to be. I want to be number one on your station. I want to pack the house when I perform for you guys out in mass. That's what I want. I don't want two, three people to come to the shows and wonder, who the hell is that? I want everybody to know who I am. I want everybody to sing along with my songs. I gotta bust my ass to do it. I'm gonna do it. Nothing was handed to me. Nothing was given to me. I had to work harder for this, even more so now than back then. Back then, it, it, like I said, it, it's it's an easy thing for me to walk in a room and sing some of the songs from the Ronaldo album and some of those old crappy Sammy Zone songs that I have, you know, no no aspirations to to perform. But you know, I, yeah, I, I I could make my little money there. I could make my you know thousand dollars because now where I'm at now today, I get fifteen hundred. I get a thousand a show. That's what I get. That's my low. That's what that's what the old man is cutting me. Those are the checks that I'm getting from Fever when I'm getting when I'm getting these shows. That's where I'm at. And he asks me if I still want to sell tickets, and I do. I do. Even sometimes I do it when I'm not on the shows, because that's what I'm all about. I'm about being a team player. I want to work. I want to hustle. I want I want to be familiarized with everybody that's buying these tickets. You know why? Because when I'm on these shows, I want them to remember me sammy zone not no no disrespect to tka no disrespect to george Lamont, but i want them to remember who i am i want them to see that i was the guy who went and took the train went and met them all the way down in grand central station and stood 20 minutes just to sell them two tickets i want them to remember that and i've gotten that i've moved i've like like i said where i'm at right now i'm in a good place i just wish it would have came sooner but it's, it was not handed to me. It was not easy. It was not easy by no means. You know, this is why in the past I've always had this chip on my shoulder. You know, I learned to kind of, you know, tone it down and, and and look at things differently. You know, and I, and I guess I appreciate all the little things that I didn't appreciate before. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of like where I'm at. I'm very grateful for every little opportunity that comes my way. Because there's never an opportunity I won't take, honest to God. it's There's there's nothing I won't take. Unless if you're trying to insult me and play me, that's different. But, you know, you know, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm all for it, you know. And I, I work with promoters. I work with promoters. There's people that tell me, yo, Sam, I, I really can't do the thousand. And then I tell them, I'll tell you what. Give me $750 and book me on another show. But on your next show, you got to give me $1,200. And and it works. I get lucky. I get these shows, and that's what I've been doing. I've been, you know, working it out. I've been hustling my behinds.
0: This is the Freestyle Club. Pick hit of the week.
1: It's time for the pick hit of the week. And right now, we're going to go to the unknown admin for his pick hit.
2: Dude, obviously, it has to be. Carlos Barrios versus Sammy zone Running Redux Get it
3: I played the fool time after time Ignored all the signs Even when they told me I refused to believe it Cause I was so caught up into you I was blinded But now I can see things clear We both know It was nothing But we'll play a game And I'll let you see who's running back to who
1: Savvy Zone, what is your pick
3: of the week? I would have to say Lisette Melendez Rise Because it's very empowering, I like it This song is dedicated To anyone that's ever been In a difficult situation You know, there's always a way out You can always rise You can rise above it all
1: My pick of the week comes from Julio Mena, Intoxicated. I saw the video this week and I was intoxicated. I thought it was very well done. I liked the whole concept of the purge uh, beginning where the lady hits the guy with a crowbar in the back of the head. All this violent stuff from the Melody Monster camp. I really enjoyed uh, this video. I thought it's the best video so far of 2018. I really uh, liked the, the, the videography. Uh, I liked the whole concept the reverse role of a woman uh, drugging a guy who's married to get him back into a room and, uh, you know, try to get him to intoxicate him into making a mistake and going on his wife and shit. So I thought it was pretty cool. So my pick hit of the week is Intoxicated by Julio Mena. Could you me.
2: You want that need. You're everything in life that I wanted, baby.
0: Last forever, baby. Oh, I'm so intoxicated by you like I just can't get
1: you Welcome back to the Freestyle Club. Before we go, we want to speak to Sammy Zone about the Canadian Freestyle Excursion. You remember that?
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. Full yes, cavity search.
1: I can't tell the story. Only you can tell the story because I wasn't part of it. I just saw the aftermath. And uh, what I remember was that there was a show in Buffalo, New York for Marceniac Brothers. And uh, it was time to go to breakfast, as we always do. In my car, it was uh, Freeze, Angel Mena. And uh, we were traveling towards the breakfast spot. And you guys were behind us in a van driven by Philip
3: Anthony. And then you guys were gone. so it was me philip anthony george anthony jessica Favors and pose yeah we made a wrong turn and when we made that wrong turn i was telling the guys yo that looks like the bridge to canada and they were like no we could go down the street and we just make a u-turn and some lady ran up and she said no you can't do that you gotta go over the bridge but don't worry You just come right back over and they won't say nothing. All right. So we're like, okay, cool. There's cameras. Nothing's going to happen. We go. Boom. We get onto the other side of the bridge. We come back. We tell them in Canada, listen, we made the wrong turn. Is it all right? Yeah, no problem. We turn back. When we got to, to U.S. hollow ground, Customs grabbed us up. And, dude, it was just... It was like something out of like a a, like 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 a terrorist movie they had. They checked underneath the car with the mirrors and everything. They oh they searched, searched, searched us, brought us into customs. We were literally there for like three and a half hours and they were interrogating each one of us. It was it was the craziest thing. I literally handed George Anthony my wallet and I said, "Listen, I got a couple of bucks in here. Where if, when you get back, just tell my wife I love her. Give a kiss to the kids." Because it was it was one of those moments where I swear I thought we were going to jail. jail. <laughs> it, it was it. Pose started crying. That's how <laughs> crazy it was. <laughs> Pose
0: <No. laughs>
3: he started crying. It no, was, it was crazy. Z oh my god but they finally let us go pose was the last one to be to be released so we you know we all <laughs> finally got out we went on our merry way and I never seen somebody run and kiss the ground faster than anybody else that was a very interesting night <laughs> and all because, very.
1: and it was all because you guys didn't want to pick up the tab <laughs> 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 What's that, Ulaboo? <laughs> oh, man, that about wraps it up for the
3: Freestyle Club. Sammy Zone, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me sitting in my uh, kitchen right now on my uh, chair, looking at the. Oh, you mean uh, on Facebook? Actually, my real name is Samuel Lopez. You can catch me on uh, Facebook, Samuel Lopez, or my Instagram, Sammy Zone sixty nine, my favorite year, or my Twitter, Sammy Zone. Unknown Admin, where can they find you?
2: Find me at the theunknownadmin.com and waiting by my mailbox for that vinyl to come in. <laughs> <laughs> that sweet red vinyl. <laughs> Until
1: next time, by them at CPR, and you can find me at CPRsMusic.com. That's CPRsMusic.com. Until next time,
2: peace, love, and freestyle.
1: Welcome, peo